Thanks for listening to the LifePoint Church podcast. Visit us online at lifepointcentral.com. In worship this morning, and, and we do appreciate you guys tuning in. Now, you, you may be watching us um, this morning. Uh, you may be watching us a little bit later in the day or, or even a little bit later in, in, the, in the week. And so, obviously, we are made some adjustments to go online only. We wanted to get service in when the storm warning or was a watch at that time was to begin at one but then when it bumped up to nine with all of the ice we decided to go online only and as i mentioned that that's an awesome thing so we can still we can still come to you and and connect with you as we mentioned and so 2022 is the year of his glory we kicked that off as our theme for the year believing that's what God wanted us to say about LifePoint in 2022, New Year's Eve. We said, God wants to reveal his glory to you, and we have continued to, uh, or he wants to reveal his glory on Vision Sunday was he wants to reveal his glory to you. Then we talked about he wants to reveal his glory in you. If you were with us on Reveal Night this past Wednesday, we learned that he also wants to reveal his glory through you. And the glory of God isn't just a feeling. It's not an Old Testament event. It's, it's just an old, not an Old Testament incident. It's a tidal wave of everything that God is and everything that God has. So all of God is his glory. It's his presence. And we're believing that his heart this year is to manifest that in, a, in an overwhelming, fresh way in our house his church house, in your house, and in the White House. We've been, we've been declaring that in the Old Testament. Uh, you know, the word glory is one of those church words that excite us, but we, we don't always know exactly what it means. And so in the Old Testament, it meant the heaviness or the weight of a person. In the New Testament, it meant the, the opinion or the estimate or the honor that comes from the opinion of someone. And so with the word glory comes some words like magnificence, brightness, excellence, majesty, preeminence. And so we've been, we've been talking about the glory of God. And it's, it's been an exciting month. And we're going to continue through this for the next couple Wednesdays and for one more Sunday. And so this message this morning is actually part one of, of two parts, which includes next week. I want to start in the book of Romans this morning. Chapter 1 and verse 20, it says this, opposition to the truth cannot be excused on the basis of ignorance. So you cannot oppose truth just based on ignorance because from the very beginning of, crea of the creation of the world, there were invisible qualities. Another word that you could insert there is, is the word attributes or the holy attributes of God. So we see that from the beginning of creation, these invisible qualities of God's nature have been visible, such as his eternal power and his transcendence. So the Bible is here saying that we have seen his power and his transcendence, right? Big word. I get it. Here's what that means. It means to exceed the limits, to go above the ordinary, to have a beyond the ordinary experience. So the Bible says this, we've seen visibly the power of God and that which has exceeded the ordinary um, experiences or the ordinary limitations or limits. Then it goes on and says, He has made His wonderful attributes easily perceived. For seeing the visible makes us understand what was invisible. So then this leaves everyone without, without excuse. It's a little bit wordy of a verse, but here's what this verse literally means. That, that, that every person has this intuitive 
revelation of God. There is this inside of each and every one of us, this intuitive revelation of God. So there's no excuse for not knowing or believing that there is a God because there's just some intuitive revelation in us. But we can only further understand God by what God chooses to reveal to us. And what God would reveal to you and I would have to be consistent with his character. It would have to be consistent with uh, and consistent with, with what's revealed in his word. I will say it that way. So this scripture says that there is no excuse to stay in ignorance because God has revealed himself and his transcendence and his power to us. And so what he's shown us in the visible, visible should do away with the invisible. So there's an intuitive uh, understanding we have of God. But for us to go on and fully understand God and further understand God, uh, we can only do that by which God reveals to us. And here's what I mean by all of that. When God reveals his glory, we've been excitedly preaching about that and saying amen to that. But really what we're, we're understanding is that when he reveals his glory, he's actually revealing his nature. Within the nature of God are his attributes or his qualities or his characteristics uh, an attribute is something we ascribe to somebody. So when we say God wants to reveal his glory to you, in you, for you, uh, through you, what we're saying is what God wants to do is reveal his character, reveal his characteristics, or reveal his attributes. God has attributes. God has characteristics. The very nature of God, when he reveals it to us through his word, and it's always consistent to his word, he's actually revealing his Glory, because we said that glory is everything he has and everything he is. So he wants to reveal that for us. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 says this. The sun, talking about Jesus, is the dazzling radiance of the splendor of God. He's the exact ex expression of God's true nature. His mirror image. He holds the universe together and he expands it by the mighty power of his spoken word. He accomplished for us the complete cleansing of sins and then took his seat on the highest throne at the right hand of the, of the majestic one. So what the word of God says is that Jesus, the son of God, was the exact expression or the mirror image of the glory of God. And so Jesus is the same as the word. Jesus is the word of God. So when God reveals his word, just as he revealed Jesus to us, he revealed his, his divine attributes. Now, when we look at God... We see, I believe, these two main attributes when we see God revealing his glory. One is his, is his goodness, and two is his greatness. So when I say to you, everything that God is and everything that God has is his glory, and he reveals his glory or his attributes to us, what he's revealing is his two main attributes that we see in Jesus, that we see throughout the scripture, is the greatness of God and the goodness of God. I want to talk about those two attributes today and next Sunday. So this is part one of, of two parts. So here's the title for the next few moments. God wants to reveal his glory for you. We've said he wants to reveal it. He wants to reveal it to you, in you, through you. Now we're going to talk about how God wants to reveal his glory for you. Think about that. Everything that God has and everything that God is, he wants to reveal that for you and for me. His attributes, his characteristics. And I want to specifically talk this morning about one that we know, but I don't think we've talked about enough recently. And that's the attribute of God's glory, which is God's greatness. 
God's magnificence. And so let's look in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 3 and verse number 24. It says this, O Lord God, you have only begun to show your servant your, look what it says here, your greatness and your mighty hand. For what God is there in heaven or on earth that can do according to your works and according to your might? So the Bible says here, God, you have only began to show your greatness, the attribute of your greatness and of your mighty hand. Now, I know you know this in theory, but I want to stir your hearts, stir your theology, and stir your expectations that in 2022, we're going to begin to see the attribute of God's greatness moving in our midst as his glory like we haven't seen in a while. So God's greatness. There are some words that fit here. You could say, um, actually a word for the word greatness here is the stoutness of God or the strength of God or the magnificence of God or the magnitude of God. And Deuteronomy says we've only began to see the stoutness of your hand or the magnitude of your hand or the magnificence of your hand. Now, the Bible says in, in the book of Psalm, it, it says this, it really tells us that God is a sovereign God, which means there is none greater than him. The Bible says the Lord is a great God, he's a great king, and he's above all other gods. And like I said, I think we know that in theory, but I want that, revolution, that revelation to become a revolution for you, to become um, uh, your, your, your belief system and your expectation. And I want, you to put your, I want you to put your faith in the greatness of God. So when we say God wants to reveal his glory, once again, all he has and all he is, that means his attributes are revealed to us. We can only know God by what he reveals. And so throughout scripture, he has revealed his attributes throughout the Old Testament. In the New Testament, Jesus is revealed as the word of God, and he is the perfect image of God's attributes, or he is the mirror image of God's attributes, specifically the greatness of God. Now, let, let's, talk, let's talk theology for a moment. When we look at the greatness of God, there are... There are a few attributes that God has shown throughout Scripture, and I believe that they're absolutely relevant at this moment. We're going to run through them, and then I'll make a few, a few pointers here this morning. First of all, when we talk about the attributes of God's greatness, we have to remember this, that God is all-powerful. He is absolutely all-powerful. In other words, the reason why you need to remember this is because there is nothing impossible for our God. The stoutness of God, the, the, the hand of God, the strength of God, the magnitude of God, the magnificence of God, we can look and say about our God, he is all-powerful. There is none greater than him, and nothing is impossible with our God. The situation you're facing, the situation that you are going through, whatever you're dealing with, you need to start remembering that God is an all-powerful God. He's omnipotent, the Bible says, or he is all-powerful. Now, now check out the, some of these others. God is not only all-powerful, God is all-knowing. In other words, God's wisdom is perfect because God is able to see past, present, and even into the future without any limitation, without any restriction. He actually sees all of those at the, in the same moment. So not only is, is God, the attribute of God's greatness describing his, his omnipotence, or he is all-powerful, he is also uh, uh, omniscient, or he is, he is he's all-knowing. Now, aren't you glad you serve an all-knowing God? Because we're not all-knowing. 
I know that's a shock to some of you, but you aren't all-knowing. But God is all-knowing. God knows what's up tomorrow. God knows what's up next month. God knows what's up throughout 2022. God knows what's up in your yesterday. He knows what's up in your here and now. You, you, you serve a God who wants to reveal um, his true wisdom to us, his power to us. Not only his power and, and all-knowing, God is also unlimited. In other words, our God is not limited by the natural factors like time and space that you and I are. So, so th- these are the attributes that make God a great God. They make God a God of stoutness, a God of, of magnitude, a God of magnificence. He's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. God is unlimited. He is not constrained by limits of the natural. Also, here's another one. God is consistent. In other words, God is immutable or he doesn't change. The Bible tells us he's the same yesterday, he's the same today, and he's the same tomorrow. I know we quote that scripture, but the good news about that scripture is the faithful God we saw in Genesis and the faithful God we see in Revelation and the faithful God we see throughout the Old Testament and the faithfulness of Jesus in the New Testament is the same faithful God that's operating in 2022 in your life and in my life and the life of the church at this hour that we're in. God is also consistent. And we can look at scripture and say, God is a healer. God is a deliverer. God is a restorer. God is a provider. The God we see in scripture, he's the same God today. What he did for his children in the Old Testament, what he did for his saints in the New Testament is the same thing God can, will, and wants to do in your life and my life in 2022. There's one more, uh, what I would call attribute of the greatness of God, and, and that's this, that God is eternal. He always was. He is and he will always be. So we see these divine attributes of God's greatness. He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. He is unlimited. He is always consistent. And he is an eternal God. Do you know the moment that you became a believer, eternity started for you? I just think it's amazing that we serve such a great God. Now, let, let me tell you why I said all of those things that I just said to you, because what does that mean for us? Here's what that means for us. When we declare the greatness of God and the glory of God, and we, we, we prophesy that it's the year that God wants to reveal his glory, what are we saying? It's the year that God wants to reveal to us his greatness, his stoutness, His power, his knowing, his consistency, the unlimitedness of God, the eternal part of God, he wants to reveal that to us. Now, I want to make a statement that I put in my notes that I, I want you to grasp a hold of because... We all have circumstances, and we all have situations, and we all, we all have things that are going on. And those things, they, they could be some physical things. They, they could be some things dealing with your body. Um, they could be some things dealing with your finances. When I say things, it could be some, uh, some relationship issues you're dealing with. It could be some personal issues that you are dealing with. It could be some things you're trying to overcome. It could be some, some, some progress you're trying to make. It could, be, it could be a myriad of things. But I want you to hear this statement. I want you, if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. You don't have to fully understand your situation. You just have to fully understand your God. You do not have to totally understand your situation, but you, ha- you need to understand your God. And if you understand your God, you know you don't have to understand all of the situation. 
There are situations that I have had. There are situations that me and uh, Pastor Diane have had. There are situations that, that our staff has had. There are situations that you have had. And sometimes you're like, I don't understand. I don't understand why I'm facing this. I don't understand why this happened. I, I don't understand what's going on in this crazy world that we're in. This, this culture that we're in right now, dealing with the, the, the ideologies and the failures and the, uh, the, just the stuff we're dealing with, with from our government down, um, the, the, the world that we're in, um, not only our national government, but the world that we're in, our communities, the stuff we just don't understand. I want you to know the greatness of God is as long as we understand the greatness of our God, as long as we understand our God, as long as we understand the stoutness of our God, the unlimited power of our God, the, 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 the all-knowingness of our God, the omnisciency of our God, the immutability of our God, the faithfulness of our God, I'm telling you, don't get hung up on your situation. Let's get hung up on this. Let's get hung up on the fact that we understand our God, and we, we know the glory of God is going to be revealed in our lives, and he is a God of greatness and stoutness and magnificence and magnitude. And what you and I need to do as we go into 2022 is we need to learn to lean in and learn to lean on the bigness of God, the bigness of our God. In other words, no, no matter how tragic, challenging, surprising, worrisome, weakening, wearying, challenging that situations and circumstances might be, I'll make you a guarantee. If you learn to lean in on the bigness of God, you will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. I want to challenge you to renew your commitment to leaning in on the bigness of God. God loves it when you depend on the fact that he's a God of the impossible. He wants to do an impossible in your situation. He wants to make the impossibility possible in, in, in that thing that you're dealing with. God wants to reveal his all-knowing knowledge in your situation when you are limited by knowledge. God wants to prove his faithfulness where maybe you've even questioned what God's up to. Lean into the bigness of our God and be willing to understand your God. You, do, you're, you don't have to be committed to understanding the situation. You just need to be committed to understanding the bigness of your God. And I think sometimes we need to hear that because we get really, really caught up in trying to figure out the situation. Let that go. Sometimes there's no answer. Sometimes there's no uh, direct conclusions that can come from that. But man, there is a direct conclusion and there's a faithfulness found in the stoutness of God. I hope that you're getting that. I hope that's stirring you up um, wherever you're, you're, you're sitting at this morning. So as usual, I like to, I like to bring home three uh, life points out of, out of these scriptures this morning and out of this, this theme that I'm talking about. And so here we go as we start to land this plane this morning, and, and I hope that you're fired up. Here's, when we begin to learn to lean in on the bigness of God, here's what we know, that the greatness of God will always free you. We're talking about the stoutness of God, the greatness of God, the bigness of God. We need to understand our God. We don't have to understand the situation. And here's what that means. God's greatness will free you. Here's why I say that, because there's so many of us that need freedom 
from some bondages. We need freedom to believe. We need freedom to become all that God has stirred us up to become. And here's the deal. You want to be free in these areas of your life? We serve a God big enough to free you. You, 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 you want to be able to believe like you haven't believed before? We serve a God who's able to free you from your doubt and your unbelief. You, you want to be able to run on a different level this year? The good news is we serve a God who has the bigness to free you from an addiction. He's big enough to, to free you from a bondage that maybe you, you, have, you have dealt with. We serve a great God. That means the habits in your life that you might need delivered from, he's big enough to do it. The addictions you're dealing with, the strongholds that might be in your life, that which has restrained you, it could have a time limit if you can lean into the bigness of God. In 2022, to get excited about the glory of God means this, I am understanding my God and his attributes are bigness, his attributes are stoutness, his attributes are power, his attributes are he is a God of the impossibility. That always means that the greatness of God has the power, the ability, the capacity, to always set you free so you don't have to be bound throughout 2022 by the habits, the sins, the addictions, the failures, the mistakes, the, the mindsets, the, the doubt, the worry, the unbelief that maybe wore you out because you didn't understand them in 2021. Let them go. Lean into the bigness of God because he's a God who still delivers. He sets free and he liberates. The word liberate means that you're liberated from something, but you're also liberated to something. In other words, you're liberated from that so you can believe to be all that God wants you to have ever become or, or, or to become. So um, I'm excited about the greatness of God because it will free you. Number two, I'm excited about the greatness of God because God's greatness will fix you. So we need freedom. Some of us need freedom in areas of our life and others, maybe we don't need free, but we need fixed. I'm a firm believer that we probably all still need set free from something and we all need fixed in areas of our life. And, and for example, um, there might be some of you listening this morning and you need healing in your body. You need God to have fixed something physically in your body. Maybe this morning there's something God needs to fix and redeem in your life. Maybe there's something that you need God to fix and restore in your life. It could very well be physical this morning. You could be sitting right there in your kitchen. You could be sitting there this afternoon in your living room. You, you, could, you could be getting ready to watch a ball game and be in pain in your body or be, have your mind wore out from a diagnosis. Lean into the bigness of God. You don't have to understand why it came or even how it came. You need to understand the greatness of your God. Maybe it's not physical. Maybe you say, I've been feeling pretty good physical, but maybe you're dealing with something in the spiritual realm. It's just a spiritual thing. You know, um, I can always tell when it's spiritual because you just shake your head and be like, that doesn't make any sense. And some of you might be going through a season where there, it seems like you're under a spiritual attack. I want you to know that the devil does attack. The, 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 the word for devil is the word diabolos, which means to punch, 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 punch until he's able to penetrate. And that's what he does. He tries to penetrate and punch and punch at your mind. Because the thing that the enemy is after in your life and my life is he's after the word of God. He's after the word of God because the word of God gives us faith to believe the things that God has promised us. 
And so there's an enemy and he will attack. Maybe you're, you're in a season and, it's, it, and it feels like a, uh, an overwhelming spiritual attack. Maybe the maybe this season that you're in is more mental than it might be emotional. Maybe it's more mental than it is spiritual. Or maybe it's just emotional that you're going through. We all go through seasons of just some emotional time. Here's the deal. No matter what the area of your life, whether it's relational, spiritual, it could be in your marriage, it could be in your family. There is the greatness of God. And I feel like I'm speaking to someone this morning that you, you about gave up on your, your marriage. I just sensed this. I, 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 and I want you to know, if you'll learn to lean into the bigness of God, he can restore your marriage. I, I know there's, I sense this too. I know that there's some of you have been worried about some of your kids, even grandkids. And I want you to lean into the bigness of God to restore those relationships, that they'd be restored to their relationship with God. I want you to believe in the greatness of God. Don't be overwhelmed by the situation or the circumstance. Be overwhelmed with the power of God, with the capacity of God, with with, with the greatness of God, the stoutness of God. God can. God will. God just just needs you to trust him. God just needs you to, to sell out in your commitment to him. God just needs you to lay it all down and say, God, I'm fully trusting in your stoutness. I'm fully trusting in your strength, I'm fully trusting in your, your, in, in, in your, in what makes you so majestic. I'm fully trusting because God, I'm going to lean into your. That, that's a word for the day. Lean into the bigness of God. So God's greatness will free you. God's greatness will fix you. And lastly, God's greatness will form you. It will form you. It will free you. It will fix you. And it will form you. The reason why I use that word form, other than they all started with the letter F, and it's easy for you and I to remember, but God will perform his purposes, and God will perform his plans in us. I'm a firm believer that there are some things that still need to be created in my life and your life, and God's big enough to create. There are some things in my life and there's some things in your life that need to change and alter. And God's big enough to help with that change. He's still able to transform. I want you to know, don't get down on the circumstance. Don't even get down on your inability. Don't even get down on your lack of capacity. I want you to lean in on the stoutness of God, the greatness of it. Are you getting this this morning that when God reveals his glory, what God does is he reveals his attributes. And we're talking this morning that he wants to reveal his attributes for you. In other words, on your behalf. Why? Because he's doing it for you so he can free you, for you so he can fix you, for you so he can do what? Continue to form you. I don't know about you, but I know for me to walk out all the plans that God has for me, all of the paths that God has for me, it's going to take more than me. Because if it's left up to me, sometimes I don't believe enough. Sometimes I don't risk enough. Sometimes I I don't have all the picture. Sometimes I mess it up. Sometimes I fail. Sometimes I get off track. But I'm so glad that what I can't do, God can easily do. Did you get that? What I can't do, God can easily do for me. God can easily do for you. You can't heal yourself. God can. You can't break through yourself. God will. Man, this, this this is a good word for you this morning. It's a, it's a great word to get. God's greatness, his bigness, he's big enough to free you. You may have been addicted for a long time, 
to a substance or to something, but he's big enough for it to end now. You might have been sick for a while, but God's big enough to heal you right now. You might have been broke for too long, but God's big enough to bless you right here, right now. You might have been going under, but God's big enough to reach down and pull you up and set your feet on the rock this morning. God's big enough to change that thing, create something if he has to, redeem, restore, heal, work out his plans, work out his purposes. Even if you've messed up his purposes, even if you messed up his plans, God's big enough, God's great enough. Even if you've jacked it up too many times, God is the God of taking your mistakes and your failures and your limitations and adjusting and altering and changing and resurrecting those things. God's big enough to resurrect dead things. On New Year's Eve, I I close with a story. I'm not going to read the verses to you, but it's it's found in in the Gospels in, in John chapter 11 and they went to get Jesus because his good friend Lazarus was dying but it's just interesting that Jesus didn't rush there he didn't drop everything and run so by the time Jesus got there Lazarus had already passed away people were already mourning people were already grieving people were already giving up And they said, if you would have been here earlier, Jesus, our brother wouldn't be laying in a tomb right now. You may be thinking, Jesus, if you would have showed up a little bit sooner, this situation in my family, this situation in my body, this situation in our money, this situation in in, in our business wouldn't be decaying. And Jesus said something amazing to Mary and Martha, Lazarus' sisters. He basically said this. That what if this situation happened as it did so I could show my greatness off? And he went on and to say, didn't I tell you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God he didn't ask them to resurrect their brother he said if you would believe you'd see the glory and I want to encourage you right here right now to stir up your belief because if you believe you'll see the glory of God in 2022 If you'll believe right now, I believe, even even in your home, your kitchen, your office, wherever you're at right now watching this, I believe, if you'll believe in the bigness of God, that he's an all-powerful God, he's an all-knowing God, he's a God who doesn't change, he's an eternal God. He is without limit. If you believe in the bigness of God, if you understand the attributes of God that are revealed, that says he's a God of greatness. We've seen it from the beginning of the Bible through the end of the Bible for everything that has been done, for everything that still will be done at this moment in 2022 uh, 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 on this Sunday morning um, uh, 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 
January 16, 2022, I believe that if you can believe with me for the next few moments, for the next few moments, if you can believe with me in the bigness of God, I believe healing is going to happen in your body right where you're at at home. Through those bones, through the, through, through the nervous system, through, through, through the cartilages, through, through your liver, through your heart. In your thyroid. Any part of your body. And I believe for restoration that can happen in, in your relationships, your marriage. I believe God's bigger than a diagnosis. God's bigger than cancer. God, God's bigger than that, 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 that stone that was in front of that tomb. And they said, roll that, roll that stone away. And he called Lazarus forth. I believe the bigness of God can call forth your healing. It can call... Come on. They saw the glory of God. They saw the glory of God. God rolled away that stone. Lazarus, his friend, came out. They took the grave clothes off. What God wants to do is take the grave clothes off of that situation, resurrect that situation. And here's how I want to do the next few moments. I know it's different. You're at home. But if you get in faith with me, if you need healing in your body, if you would stand to your feet, get off the recliner, stand up. If you need restoration in an area of your relationship, get, get off your feet, stand up. If you need a breakthrough in your life, just, just get off that couch and stand up. If you need an emotional breakthrough, a mental breakthrough, a spiritual breakthrough, a physical breakthrough, a relationship breakthrough, get up off your feet. We're, we're going to worship. We're going to sing this song a, a, a little bit more that we were singing earlier. He's too good not to believe. Then I'm going to come back up with Pastor Diane. We're going to pray for healing to manifest in your house. We're going to pray for deliverance to occur. Maybe you've got addiction. You're tired of that addiction. I want you to stand to your feet. And you're just standing to say, I don't have to understand all the hows, whys, and the ins and outs. But I'm understanding my God is a great God. I see the attributes of the greatness of God. I'm going to lean into his bigness.